Welcome to Leaders of the West, a podcast for innovators and changemakers. I'm your host, Jesse Jarvis, the founder of Of the West, and I'm sitting down with agriculturalists, entrepreneurs, executives, and everyone in between with the goal of digging into the strategies, mindsets, and lessons that have been crucial to the success of ag and Western. Whether you're carrying on the next generation of your family's operation, starting something from scratch, or determined to climb up the leadership ladder, we're going to inspire you to continue to dream big, growing not just you, but the future of agriculture and Western as a whole. Let's go. Hello. Oh, happy. I I don't really, what is this week called? I guess if you're listening to this in real time and you're not listening to this, it's December, the week of December 26th. So it's right after Christmas and in between New Year's, which feels like the strangest week in time where if you're a business owner, there's usually so much that needs to be done before the end of the year. But at the same time, nothing gets done, but the things get done, but it still seems so slow. It's like, how can things move fast and slow at the exact same time? That is how this week is for me. But because I know that a lot of things can't get done this week, This is obviously one of the times when I really sit and reflect on the past year and then make plans for the new year, which is a little bit about what I want to talk about today. And then I was also listening to a song right before this that has been really like powerful in my life. And I want to talk a little bit about that too. So this is going to be a little bit of a hodgepodge end of the year goals, self-awareness episode. So buckle up everybody. But yeah, so let's get back to goals real quick because now is obviously the perfect time to talk about those. We are closing out the year of 2023 and we're moving into the year of 2024. So if you haven't already, which I'm sure you guys have, but now's a good time to really assess where you are in relation to your goals. If there are still some things that you want to get done before the end of the year, guess what? There are five days left. So you still have time. Now is a great time to push for those kind of last minute things that you haven't reached. And now is also a really good time, obviously, to sit back and celebrate the goals that you achieved. And, you know, and I think that, like for me personally, there were a lot of goals that, holy cow, we hit them out of the park. And there are some that we fell short on. And so instead of focusing just on, man, we didn't hit all of our goals. We, we missed a couple of those, of those marks that we were really looking for. I can't do that. Because that's not fair to me. That's not fair to our team. Whether that is personal goals or professional goals, you have to take time to celebrate and really honor those big wins. So if you are somebody who there are some goals on your list that maybe you didn't hit, don't worry. We've all been there before. I am in that same boat too. But that doesn't mean that you can't celebrate and that you shouldn't celebrate what you did and did well because you absolutely should. I am a really data-driven goal builder and goal setter just because I love data and metrics and analytics like I'm a nerd. So creativity is not my jam. I think you guys know this. But when it comes to setting goals that are based on data, that's really easy for me to sit back and kind of assess like, okay, well, we, you know, if we made this goal that we were going to do 10% better in this and we only did 8%, like, hey, we still did 8% better than we did. That's why I really like goals that are that are built around or centered around data, metrics, analytics, things that are really measurable, which is part of that smart goal-making process that we've all heard before. But now is also a really good time to assess what worked, what didn't, and then how you can strategically develop what worked and what didn't into 
the plan for 2024. So there is a past episode of the show. I believe it's episode 10. I'll link it in the show notes, whether you have listened to it already and you want to re-listen to it or you are a new listener and you missed what I'm talking about. It's all about how I set my goals using a very specific matrix and framework in doing so. So I set my yearly goals based on this framework. And then I also break that up into quarterly goals. And I set those quarterly goals in this way. But if you haven't listened to that podcast, I highly encourage you to do. It's actually one of our most listened to episodes. But basically, I make all of our goals for the year. I prioritize that based on what needs to get done first, what needs to get done second, so on and so forth. And then I put those into a sticky note like map framework, if you will, that's on my office wall that's broken down into 12 weeks. And that tells me exactly what I need to be doing each week of the quarter. And if all goes correctly and all is done according to the plan, then at the end of that quarter, I have reached those goals. Now, obviously, that's a little bit different if you have a what I call a habitual goal, which is where it's something that you need to do every single week. So obviously, if I need to reach 300 new customers, let's say in the year, I'm going to break that into quarters. I might have hit my quarter one goal of how many people I want to reach out to, but I still have three more quarters of people that I need to reach out to. So that's what I'm, that's what I mean when I say a habitual goal. But anyway, that is the kind of quick rundown or the Cliff Notes version of that episode. Like I said, I highly encourage you guys to go listen to it because now is the perfect time to set that framework into action and to really set yourself up for success in 2024 and figure out what worked and what didn't this year so that you can strategically make a plan for the next year to be bigger, better, stronger, faster, whatever it is. The other thing that I will say, which is what I'm going to get to next, is when it comes to goals, it's obviously really important to have goals for your personal life and your business life, you know, whether you're a business owner or whether you work for somebody, your career. But I also think that just as important of, as all of that is are personal goals for yourself that make you a better person, which really goes back to self-awareness. So a couple of weeks ago, I interviewed Taryn Dreeling for a podcast episode that will launch I believe it's in the end of January. So you guys are going to have to wait a month for it. I I hate to to talk about it now and then you're not going to get to listen to it. That's kind of a bummer, but it's coming. It's really really good and we talked a lot about self-awareness because Taryn is an Enneagram coach. She is highly skilled and she's done a lot of training in the Enneagram work. She does a lot of personal stuff with it. She also comes in and talks with businesses, but the root of the Enneagram or any kind of self-assessment is self awareness. And the reason that I want to talk about self-awareness is because we just came off of the holidays. And chances are, if you were around people during the holidays, whether that is coworkers at a holiday Christmas party, or you were around your family, or you maybe went back home and you're around your old high school buddies, oftentimes we leave those situations or those events and we come home and we think, man, that person hasn't changed. Or man, I really don't like that about that person. Or holy cow, I now remember that they do that thing that they do, right? And so I think that that's one of those things too, especially when it comes to holidays and family. I mean, for a lot of us, the holidays are the time that we get to spend with our family and it's great. But for a lot of people, that brings on a lot of stress and just general like uncomfortableness 
is is uncomfortableness a word? I don't necessarily know that it is, but you get what I'm saying there. Because we can be around people who may or may not trigger us in some way. And I use that word very lightly because there's a lot that goes into that word. But, um, you know, whether you're around somebody like an uncle, let's say, who is just always unkind and always has to put you down and, and you're away from that outside of the year. But then when you go back for the holidays, you have to be around that. And that kind of spirals you back to that place of, man, like, oh, I don't like that quality about that guy. So it's just really important to be self-aware because I think oftentimes there are a lot of qualities about people that we don't like about them, but oftentimes they're also present in us. And that is something that I personally have really had to learn and work through, which is why I want to talk about it because it's just really, really important to be self-aware. And I would say over the last five to 10 years, I am somebody who has became pretty darn self-aware. And the reason so is I want to become a kinder, smarter, better, stronger version of myself. And here's what I mean by that. So have you ever looked at who you were, like the younger version of you? Let me tell you what, seven-year-old Jesse Jarvis, although I wasn't Jesse Jarvis then, I was Jesse Thompson at that time. But seven-year-old me, I was the girl in class who knew every answer. I raised my hand every time the teacher asked a question. I would correct people, which all of that is really cute when you're seven. But let's say you're 37 or you're 47. That's not so cute then. Those are one, those are those qualities that we're like, holy cow, I wish you would have outgrown that, right? Can you imagine being surrounded by somebody now who raised their hand for every single answer and thought they knew everything and was never wrong and was always a perfectionist? What a little monster. And that is absolutely who I was or who I am at my core. I am a perfectionist. Like I like to be right. I read a lot. So then I know a lot, but nobody wants to be around to know it all. I don't want to be around to know it all. I don't want to be that type of person. So I have really had to work on myself to be self-aware of those types of actions. And I can say that where I have learned the most is when I see those qualities in others. And I think, holy cow, I don't want to be that way. And then I ask myself, okay, do I do those same type of actions that are bothering me? Check yes, then I need to work on that. Or like, how would I react to that situation? Or how would I, why did I react that way? Or why would I react that way? You know, do I say or act in a way that I wouldn't appreciate if I was the receiver of the words or the actions instead of the giver? And those are questions that I ask myself, oh, you guys, on like a daily basis, I bet in trying to be more self-aware and to to grow as a person. But so this is where we get to that song that I wanted to tell you guys about. So as much as I hate to admit it by nature, I am somebody who wants to be right and I have a short fuse. And those are characteristics that I have identified, as we've talked about now, for a, a long time ago. And I've really worked on them because they're a qualities that, in my personal opinion, can tend to be kind of a weakness. And so I want to be a better version of myself. I want to be a good role model for my kids. So if I want to do that, then I need to act in a way that exemplifies that. So slow songs, this is a slow song. And slow songs are typically not my jam, but I will tell you why I love this song so much. So the song is called Battle Lost by Wade Bowen. And I absolutely love Wade Bowen. For our wedding, our first dance song was Who I Am by Wade Bowen. 
And years ago, he'd always have a concert in Boise around Labor Day, which is also the same time that Justin and I got married. So on numerous occasions, we have celebrated our wedding anniversary by going to watch Wade Bowen, which really puts like a nice little bow on that song and our wedding and celebrating another year. And I don't want to get too off track on this, but I'm going to read some of these song lyrics. I can't play the whole song. We would probably get sued if I did that. And I don't want to mess with that. It's not how I want to end the year. Um, But the reason that these song lyrics are just really impactful for me is because I am by nature, right? Somebody who wants to be right all of the time. And that's like, that's a really easy way to hurt people, whether it's in personal relationships, in work relationships. So the song goes, and this is, this isn't the beginning of the song. This is just a piece of the song. So. You always tell me that you love me with conviction in your eyes. You're my best friend, my biggest fan. You're always on my side. And the more I sit here all alone, the more this sad disgrace runs through my bones. It cuts just deep enough to realize, oh, the things I do to prove I'm right, break her heart just to watch her cry, leave her stranded on an island all alone. I can't stand it when I'm wrong. Being right ain't worth the cost. Yeah, because sometimes a battle won is a battle lost. I told you all of that to get to the the real kicker of the words, which is sometimes a battle won is a battle lost. How many times have you watched somebody feel the need to prove themselves so right that they end up doing more damage than had they just let it go or didn't feel the need to tell people that they were right? I like being right. I've said this numerous times now, you guys. I am by nature Somebody who seven-year-old me was a know-it-all. And nobody likes a know-it-all. And nobody wants to be wrong either, right? Nobody wants to lose. That's part of human nature. But there is a fine line between really needing to be right, which is the short term, and realizing that in doing so, there's an opportunity to really damage a relationship, which is the long term. So you've got to be aware of the short term and the long term and figure out which game you want to play there. But You know, I've seen this in my own life. I've seen this in business. I've seen this in personal relationships of just the importance of knowing when when it's worth it and when it's not. And the song goes on to say, well, nobody in the world ever really wants to lose, but what's the point in winning if I can't win with you? And again, obviously, this song is talking about a personal relationship like with a husband and a wife and how being right all of the time is damaging their relationship. But this is also something that is really, really prevalent in the workplace, too, of if you are always right and you are not letting your coworkers or your employees be part of that process, what is the point in winning if you also can't win with them? And I, the reason that I bring this up is, one, I was just listening to this song, but I know, too, because we just came off of the holidays and circling back to that conversation on how the holidays can often bring out the best and sometimes, unfortunately, like the worst in our lives. And I'm sure some of you are probably listening to this thinking, yeah, that is totally my uncle or my cousin or my dad or, you know, or maybe even me in my actions that I was around that I don't like in somebody else and how I want to better myself. Okay, so to put a bow on this and get you guys on your way is what does all of this goals, self-awareness, this song have to do with one another? And I think it's really, really important that as you reflect back on 2023, Figure out, okay, first off, what did I, what did I personally do really well? Like I was a good listener or I gave time to my family or I showed up for these friends in these ways. You know, make sure that you take note of all of the good things that you personally did in your personal relationships, in your work relationships, in anything 
And maybe it even wasn't a goal, but take time for that self-reflection. And then two, think about, okay, well, what could I have done better in those personal relationships and those work relationships? Should I have been, a, you know, whatever it is, X, Y, Z, what could I have done better? And then as you go to plan for 2024, figure out, okay, is there a way that I can improve on that thing I should have done or could have done better in 2023? How can I make that a goal in 2024? And the reason that I think this is important is because when it comes to setting those goals, you know, maybe you have revenue goals, maybe you want to grow your community to a certain number, whatever it is that you want to do, you are the person who is doing all of it. And so if you aren't also making yourself a priority to get better and stronger and, you know, improve upon things, when you do that for yourself, then all of those other goals that you have are going to be that much more attainable and that much easier to reach because what you're pouring into yourself, you're going to be able to pour out on other people. You're going to be able to pour out into the various aspects of your work. It is going to touch all of those goals because you are the root of everything. So I really, really encourage you as you reflect on this year and plan for the next year to do a little self-assessment in there, um, you know, and maybe you're new to self-assessment and self-awareness. And I highly encourage you to take the Enneagram test or a DISC or Myers-Briggs, you know, any kind of self-assessment is really, really powerful tool. We're going to talk about this in a few weeks with Taryn, but I highly encourage you guys to do that because it tells you a lot about yourself. It's a really good starting place if this is something that is absolutely new for you. And then finally, I am just going to end this in saying how thankful I am for you guys. As I reflect back on 2023, at the beginning of the year, this podcast wasn't necessarily even, it was not on our radar at all. Actually, there's no necessarily about it. And, you know, through a few different opportunities and kind of God winks, if you will, this podcast came to be. And I am just so appreciative of all of you who tune in every week, who share in your stories about what resonated most with you, who has sent a message to us saying how much you love the show. For those of you on your Spotify Wrapped who tagged us and said that this is your number one show or in your top five, holy cow, that was such a cool feeling. But thank you. Like from the bottom of my heart, starting this podcast has been very uncomfortable and it was, um, you know, a difficult thing. It wasn't something that was easy to do. And we, there have been a lot of challenges in doing it. And I have learned so much, not only obviously about podcasting, but just about myself in this process. And I absolutely love that I get to highlight some of the coolest people in our industry and share their stories with you guys. And we have some really exciting plans for the new year. And I am just so excited that you guys are part of this. So thank you. And for those of you who are employers who use Of The West to hire your employees, I cannot say enough thank yous to you. For those of you who are job seekers who use the platform to find new opportunities, whether they're internships or jobs, you know, whatever it is, we are so appreciative to every single one of you. You keep us moving forward and going and striving for more and continually looking to innovate to see how we can get better and stronger because if we do, then you do and then our industry does. And I am just so, so appreciative of you. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you have a great end to 2023 and I cannot wait to see what comes from you in 2024. Thank you. If you loved this episode, do us a favor and share it with someone else who might find just as much value in it as you did. We're on a mission to continue to grow and strengthen the future of agriculture and Western industries, and you spreading the word helps us make more of a positive impact. 
It also makes a big difference when you take a minute to go rate and review the show. We can't thank you enough for listening, for sharing, and for loving Ag and Western as much as we do. We'll see you back here for our next episode.